Welcome to Light Logic, the podcast that discusses everything you need to know about low voltage lighting. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. You're listening to Light Logic. Hey everyone, this is Dr. Tom. Thank you for joining me today on our Tech Talk Light Logic podcast. Today we had the pleasure of having Jason Shanna Barger, District Sales Manager for Unique Lighting System, talking about all things home automation and a little bit of technical and what's out there and what's offered. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Hey everyone, thank you for joining us on Tech Talk today. Today we have Jason Shanabarger joining us. He's the DSM District Sales Manager for Unique Lighting System. Thank you, Jason, for uh, joining us on our podcast. Appreciate you having me on, Tom. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here. So, yeah, you know, the technology has certainly evolved over the last uh, 10 or 15 years with you know, control systems, and we've come a long way from where we started with photocells. Oh, yeah. No. Photocells, timers. Yeah, the basic appliance timers, you know, the yeah. you know, eight dollar cheapies that they people use. Um, you know, I've replaced hundreds of both of those. Don't care to ever really use those again, you know, but uh they do get a job done to to a certain extent. But yeah, yeah, you know, I don't know about you, but I probably see more photo cells fail than any other product in in our industry, um, as far as a timing device goes. So, you know, sure. the, the appliance timer is always the pins break or the 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 teeth, you know, realign or whatever. So, um, you know, a lot of people are using them, but not the best in my opinion. No, they're just a mechanical timer. I mean, there are going to be a lot of wear parts inside of them. And uh, I remember the days coming from old school when our options were photocells, timers are going to X10 Pro. <laughs> oh my goodness! Bringing up some old, old stuff good, here. Good old X10 was... Pro was more <laughs> than a nightmare. <laughs> oh yeah, that's for sure. Well, you know, it was like X10 works on wavelengths of power, and um, you know, you're trying to communicate on a constant. So having that alarm clock module on next to the, the nightstand, it just you know wasn't a pretty piece and, and no. with that faux wood grain on there and everything hey, so. it, it looked like the magnavox am fm radio sitting next oh, yeah. to your bedstand you know <laughs> from the 1970s <laughs> oh yeah that's for sure well and then you know we've evolved from that to um the the abt system yeah. like the the had the key fob i don't know if you ever use those but I, you know, I tried to stay away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, those things, you know, look like a, a car key fob and uh, trying to, to zone the lights or turn the lights on and off. And, um, you know, it was always having challenges communicating, much like X10 was having challenges communicating sure. throughout the system. So, um, you know, and then I know people switched into um, astronomical timers mm -hmm. and then you know, they had their own challenges with even programming them. You know, you had to be a, a nuclear scientist to figure out how to program them. Um. <laughs> oh, we get calls today on that. You know, people call us all the time and they they think the timer is manufactured by Unique that because oh, it's sure. in the transformer. Sure. And, you know, I, I tell people, you a contractor can put hundreds of timers in a transformer. I need to know who made it 
in order to find a manual to help you. But yeah, they're not they're not very easy to program. Not at all. No. It's like programming an irrigation controller. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's for sure. And then, you know, I know with uh, direct burial transformers, people sometimes use those external uh, intermatic timers. And, yes. Um, you know, of course, those are digital. But uh, in my experience, digital components out in the humidity and in, in the weather don't survive long. So, no. um <laughs> you know, no. always creating issues there too. So, um, yeah. you know, we've definitely come a long way from that. You know, then there's been some people that have come out with some Bluetooth uh, timers. Or, you know, of course, Bluetooth has its challenges of range limitations, um, not always communicating perfectly. You know, and well, what I, I always thought that was funny is people will call in and ask that question about, well, why don't you have one of these, you know, these little devices you just plug in and you turn it on and off with Bluetooth? Well, I would tell them you, you can't set schedules. It's literally an on and off device. And if, you know, a lot of our jobs we get on, there could be 10 or 12 transformers. Are you going to walk around to 10 or 12 transformers trying to turn that on? You know, with Bluetooth technology, no. you got to be right on top of it. No, that's you know, for sure. The, the, everything has its place, you know, in in where it's created and what it's for. Like those little modules are great inside your home if you just want to turn on and off a lamp. But it's not really suited for professional outdoor lighting. And, oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, the well, it, it, industry's changed dramatically from what we were limited to in the past. You know, I, I mean, I have to I have to tell you this. I got to tell you this. I was working on a job and I won't mention addresses or people or places, but every time that they would control the X10, it would turn the TV off. And <laughs> the X10 rep told us, well, you need an amplifier. And so mm -hmm. that was a whole major thing. Put in an amplifier because you got to put it in the power panel on the house. Right. So we did that. And once we boost up the power, the TV issue went away. But then when the lights would turn on, the front electric gates would open. They were operated by radio frequency and they would open. All the different it, frequencies, yeah. It was crazy, the, the hoops you had to jump through to make things work. And uh, I have people ask me a lot about like Jandy systems now, pool systems will control mm -hmm. lighting. Yep. And Omni you know, is that's, another one, yeah. It's a whole nother ball game. It's a Absolutely. whole nother realm. It, 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 you know, you're you're basically using relays, 24 volt relays from the Jani systems to turn on uh, high voltage outlets. So, right. you know, they work. They're great if you're going to put all your transformers in that location next to that system and have those relays turning on. Sure. The power. Providing you got an electrician doing it. So, you know, we, we we always look for what's an easy solution. What's a solution that works and and you know, I can do it. Right. You know, I like I like to walk out and plug things in. I don't want to have to call up eight contractors to stand behind me to make this work, you know, electricians and things like that. For sure. So you know yeah. what what do you think about modern technology? What would you suggest? 
Well, I mean, you know, there's there's some Wi-Fi systems out there that, you know, work OK, you know, but again, Wi-Fi outside the, the home may not be really strong without a relay or without a um, a booster of some sort. So, right. um, you know, I like the cloud based timers. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of them out there, but um, the cloud based timers allow you that that functionality to program it when you want and have uh, phone control. You know, everybody's got a smartphone nowadays and, and tablet and, and communicating with those devices. Yeah. Um, you know, and because there's there's an app for that, right? Everybody's got an app for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and sometimes multiple apps. And, you know, I'm seeing a lot of people go to a smart home technology of like a Control 4 or Questron or Lutron type uh, systems where everything's on a tablet in the house mm -hmm. and they can control the TV, the lights, the, you know, the garage door opener, whatever, all from a single device. Mm -hmm. And, you know, definitely seeing a lot of demand for that. Um, of course, the smart logic products are, are great communicating with 900 megahertz radio frequency, giving you that reliability um, instead of just having, um, you know, to rely on wavelengths of power like with, with the X10 or, you know, yeah. key fobs with the that you have to keep up with the ABT systems and whatnot. So, um, you know, definitely prefer that that cloud based technology and a huge fan of, of the home integration, but, well, you know, that's the way I, it's shifting. I, I look at it, too, by simplicity of, like, sure. Lutron and things like that. You know, when I was doing lighting, that that's like a whole nother ball game. You got to really oh, deal with that stuff and work with that stuff to understand it. Where, um, uh, you know, I like something that you pretty much can get out of a box, and it, it's pretty straightforward. I'm not dealing with high voltage you know some of those lutron sure. systems you got to actually put outlets in yes that are controlled you know and I, you know i i have to say when i think about things like smart logic the the cost effectiveness too is you know oh, absolutely. It, it, it's a deal and me i i was pretty bedazzled when i first got it because i like the fact that i could set a schedule like irrigation I could say Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I want it to turn off at say 9.30 or 10 o'clock, but then I could create a custom schedule for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. It's like you have all this flexibility, you know, oh, and, absolutely. If, and if there's a problem, you almost can go right on your phone or right on your laptop and you can figure out what's going on and what's, what's working, what's not working. And as a benefit to our, customers in the field too they can call into unique lighting and uh actually have me or another tech actually look at their account and see what's going on how things are functioning and that connectivity that cloud-based system is just awesome because yeah and, you know and, you know having it, that support structure in place is, is fantastic yeah you know being able to to dial in the you know see what the temperature is of that transformer um you know if that transformer is getting way too hot you know we can diagnose it through the smart logic app i, you, I love you, that you, you and, should elaborate on that because i don't think a lot of people realize that our lpcuas actually monitor and check temperature 
they actually yeah, tell you and, what the temperature is. So lighting transformers w will run warm, um, mm -hmm. you know, during operation because of the, the electricity passing around the coil. But, you know, there's a certain operating range and it's typically anywhere from 80 to about 85, 88, somewhere in that range is mm -hmm. pretty normal operating temperature. But if it's spiking to, you know, 100, 110, um, you know, we can see certainly what's going on with that transformer and, you know, contact a, a contractor or a homeowner and say, shut that thing down before it causes an issue. And then, Well, I, I want to bring up one point that you got to consider, and I've had this happen before with technical when people call in and they're worried. Um, it, just imagine this. If you go out on a very hot day, the sun's been out. You know, if you ever want to buy one of those little cheap temperature lasers, you can mm -hmm. aim it at something. It'll tell you the temperature. If you go out and lay your hand on the hood of your car, especially if it's a dark color. It's going to be hot. It, it would be like, wow. So yeah. you, you always have to consider, too, ambient temperature. Sure. The operating temperature of a transformer may be in that realm at night in, a, in the dark in a closed garage. But I don't want to scare anyone and think that just because they walk out in that transformer, you touch it and it's like, I can't keep my hand on it. That's not abnormal. You, right. you can have one get very, very hot. And keep in mind, that's in the daytime. It's not sure. even turned on. Right. You know, so um, I just I just like to bring that up because some transformers are potted, whether it's a unique transformer or other manufacturers. The coil is actually potted in the case to dissipate heat. So those kind of transformers will naturally feel much warmer when they're in operation sure. than a vented transformer. Yeah. So I would tell someone, you know, if it's if it's uh, not cooking your biscuits in the oven, you know, if it's 125 degrees or something, that could be easily ambient temperature. You know, don't worry about it. It's yeah. you know, just don't freak out. It's not going to set don't the house freak on out, fire. Right. <laughs> the other thing is to just keep in mind, we have circuit breakers, as with right. most companies. And yeah, if you ever have a bad break. short or something, yep. it's going to trip the breaker off. You know, absolutely. It's not going to yeah. set the house on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Unless I wired it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and even going back to some of our older transformers with the slow blow fuses, you know, yeah. um, you know, I've had people that have put uh, the wrong size fuse in there and cause issues or, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, try to replace the fuse with a paper clip or something. And, you know, that doesn't work. So if it if it has a slow blow fuse in it, you need to replace it with the slow blow fuse. If it has a resettable circuit breaker, you need to identify What's going on with it with a proper amp meter and sure. you know do some troubleshooting on the on those devices so um yeah it certainly makes a difference and ha having a efficient system that is um, easily communicated with to me as as a dsm you know being able to to offer things like that to the distributors and the, to the contractors teach them about how to use a voltmeter and how to read the readings on the transformer. Um, you know, it's critical in making the system last for a lifetime. Sure. You know, I don't want to get too far in the weeds with uh, amp probes and voltmeters and all because we were talking about controls. But a good point is in talking about heat, 
is if anyone hooks up, you know, 20 lights on a line and you take the common wire and you just touch it, just barely touch it to the common on the transformer or touch it to the lug, just barely touch it. What you'll notice is you can almost get that connection point sparking and get it red, oh, absolutely. red hot. And this is what people need to understand. Amperage causes heat. You know, so when you have sure. a wire nut melt or you have a lug melt, it's because that wire wasn't tight. So just all, you know, just always make your make. I'm sure that guy that when I hear tight. something, yeah. I got to say something about <laughs> it just because we're here to help, you know. Well, absolutely. And, and, and people, you know, when they have something like that, it kind of scares them. It's like, why did it do that? You know, make sure all your connections are super tight or super tight in the lugs and learn how to use an amp probe and a voltmeter. Yeah, That's what absolutely. makes you the doctor. <laughs> no guessing. Well, it, it's probably one of the most critical tools that I carry in my tool bag. And, absolutely. You know, when I get calls from contractors saying, hey, my lights are doing this or they're not doing that or whatever, yeah. you know, first question out of my mouth is what's your voltage? What's your amperage? And huh? you know, yeah, what? I don't know. Well, I left my voltmeter in my other truck. Well, you know, my sorry. Favorite, my favorite answer <laughs> is what's the voltage? Yeah. 120. Yeah, <laughs> I'll say it's exactly 120. Yes, it's yeah. exactly 120. Okay. Yeah, power's not always perfect, and it does fluctuate throughout the day. So, especially if it's near HVAC equipment or pool equipment. So, yeah, you know, getting back to that that Jandy transformer or the Omni, you know, pool equipment, you know, where you're putting the the lighting into the wiring a transformer into that component. You know, yeah. again, that can fluctuate throughout the day. It can affect your outgoing voltage and, and uh, you know, cause issues. So, sure. Um, yeah. Well, I certainly appreciate our talk today. Great talk. If you guys have questions, please reach out to us at Unique Lighting Systems. We'll be happy to help you with troubleshooting, installation, designs, whatever you need. So, thanks for your time. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Light Logic. We want to hear from you. Would you like to be featured on Light Logic? Email us at infouniquelighting.com. At